Each episode, we take a box, an ordinary box, an unmarked box, a box whose contents are a mystery and whose origin and destination are unknown. And together, we discover what's inside. Together, we explore the connections and associations its interior yields. This. This is Unlocked Box. begin today's episode, I would like to tell you a few things about your host, me. My name is Hugh, and by weekday, I'm a postal worker. I've worked in the postal service for coming up on five months now, and in the course of my duties I frequently come across packages that have not been addressed properly. Some of these items lack return addresses. Others lack onward addresses or specify properties that don't exist. But some, some lack any addresses whatsoever. Each of their six surfaces is entirely blank. These mystery boxes come in all sizes and all varieties. Brown paper packages, brown cardboard packages, cold steel containers, matchbox-sized cuboids. Objects which the post office can neither deliver nor return. Objects which no one will miss unmarked boxes. This. This is Unmarked Box. simple matter to obtain these boxes, these unmarked boxes. Obviously there are security implications when dealing with mysterious packages that arrive unannounced, and certainly there are legal implications as well. But I have my methods. Hey Bill, can I take that box? This one? Yeah. It's unmarked. I know, can I have it? What for? Nothing, I just want it. You're not allowed to just nick stuff, you know. You took an oath. But it's unmarked. It's an unmarked box. If I don't take it, it's just going to be gathering dust in a basement somewhere. Can you just give it to me? Only if you tell me what you want it for. Okay, I... I have a radio show. Really? You have a radio show? What station is it on? Uh, it's not really on a station. It's, it's on the internet. Oh, you mean a podcast? Yeah. You have a podcast. Yep. Can I have the box now? What's it called? What? What's your podcast called? It's called... Uh, Unmarked Box. What? Unmarked Box. Unmarked Box. You have a podcast about unmarked boxes. No, it's it's more than that. Well, what's it about then? It's 
it's kind of hard to explain. It, it's sort of an amorphous, uh, nebulous. Let me hear it. Sorry. If it's so hard to explain, let me hear it. I haven't released it yet. Oh shit. I haven't. We'll see. What, what are you doing? Finding it. No, no, no. Stop, please. Will you just give me the box? Uh huh. Unmarked box. Well, well, well. There isn't another podcast called Unmarked Box, is there? There could be. Well, let's have a listen and find out. Just give me the goddamn box. Give me the unmarked box. Are you fucking psycho? I will not give you this box. Give me the box or else. Or else what? Or else you'll be stuck in this temporal loop forever. I don't believe you. Okay, go to nine minutes and seven seconds. I'm reporting you. Do it. Right, Jesus. See the extent of your fucking mental breakdown. Bill, it's me. It's us. This guy is crazy, but do what he says or you'll be stuck here forever. This is some kind of trick. You probably think this is some kind of trick. Like, maybe you have a, a computer program that can copy my voice. But it's not. And I can prove it. I can prove it by telling you something that you've never told another soul. How did you do this? Something that only you could know. What? When you were 14 and left alone in the house, you took Mr. Perkins. No, 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 no. no. We're not. We're not doing this. Cage. No, I... I'm stopping and you him into the tool shed. I don't know what you did, but I swear to God. Read this. What's that? Just read it. This. This is just just what I said. What what he said. How? Read it. No, this is fucked up. I'm reporting you. I said, read it. What the fuck is that? A Stanley knife? Are you threatening me? Try to think of it as a box cutter. Now read the note. You will pay for this. That's not what it says. Read it. Okay, Jesus. Bill, it's me. It's us. This guy's crazy, but do what he says or you'll be stuck forever. Stop. Stuck here forever. Stuck here forever. Read every word exactly as it's written. And try to sound like you're not just reading it off a bit of paper. Okay, don't give me notes. I don't respond to notes. I have a process, and that process is that you don't give me fucking notes. Alright? Alright, I'm sorry. It's just critical that you read it exactly as it's written. I'll read it exactly as it's written, but I'll do it my way. And that includes taking some liberties with the punctuation. It's the spaces between the words that communicate the most. Okay, that's that's fine. As long as it's exactly as it's... It'll be exactly as it's written. I know what I'm doing. I just messed up earlier because you were threatening me with a fucking knife. Okay, yeah. That's fair. I accept that. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. We're both on that page there in exactly those words. Ready to go again? Yep. 
Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. <clears throat> do re mi fa so la tu Bill, it's me. It's us. This guy is crazy, but do what he says or you'll be stuck here forever. You probably think this is some kind of trick, like maybe he has a computer program that can copy your voice, but it's not, and I can prove it. I can prove it by telling you something that you've never told another soul, something that only you could know. When you were 14 and left alone in the house, you took Mr. Perkins, the family budgie, out of his cage, and you brought him into the tool shed. Once there, you placed his tiny parakeet body between the jaws of an engineer's vice, and you began to turn the lever. And you continued to turn it, at a slow but constant pace, until Mr. Perkins, the beloved family budgie, had been reduced to a bloody smear. It was an operation that took 45 minutes, and you felt nothing. There, I read it. Now let me go. No. God, what now? The box. What? The unmarked box. Give it to me. Oh, the bloody unmarked box. Of course. Take the damn thing. probably think I'm a monster for what I said before. You know, about what I did when I was a teenager. But the truth is, I just had to know if I could feel something. I had to do something drastic. Something that would tell me if I was truly normal or something else. I'm not defending what I did. I was young and scared and I've never done anything like it since. But I had to know if crushing that bird would make me human somehow. It's, it's okay, I, I understand. No, you don't understand. How could you possibly understand? Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it like that. I just mean, I, I'm here for you. You know, if, if you ever need to talk. Thank you. I never need to talk, but I appreciate it. Now I'd better let you run along with your unmarked box so you can make your podcast. Guess I'll see you later. We do work together, so yeah. See you then. Bye. Okay, now I have the box in front of me, the unmarked box, and we will get into it, as it were, after this short break. Support for this podcast comes from Casper. Casper was created to reimagine sleep from the ground up, beginning with its obsessively engineered, outrageously comfortable mattress. All of Casper's sleep products including its sorry including its pillow bedding and bed frames developed in-house by the company's award-winning R&D team in San Francisco um, Casper was recently named one of fast company's most innovative companies in the world and its and its eponymous mattress was crowned one of times mag one of time magazine's best inventions now, when I was setting up this podcast, I did wonder whether I would go down the route of, you know, um, using advertising um, on the show, like 
dedicating some airspace to sponsored content in order to fund you know the server fees and the production costs that, that, that go into this this podcast um, and it, it's it's something I take really seriously because um, I respect my listeners so much that I really have to make sure that I'm doing something in a responsible manner and that I'm being ethical when I do it so um, the fact that you just heard me um, read out the copy for uh, Casper Mattress um, shouldn't make you think that, you know, I'm, I'm just going along with, with their copy because they're paying for this podcast, essentially. Um, I actually made sure to try out their product um, before I accepted their offer of sponsorship. Um, and that's to ensure that, you know, I don't just blindly accept money from from advertisers no matter how good their service is because i think if if it's going to be included as part of the podcast it should be something that uh, can be an actual benefit to my listeners and it it should be um a sign of quality that they appear on there at all like there's been some sort of um quality control process i guess for want of a better term um but to get to the point where they're actually appearing on the podcast or we're actually speaking of and, and, and using the words. So I did like use the, the words that they wrote, like I, the, the words that I, that I was um, talking earlier about, about Casper, um, was, was from their, their press kit. Um, like it wasn't me, uh, you know, just improvising like I am now and, and just, and just, uh, making the sentences like, um, fresh and, and new and, and stuff like that. Like it, it was actually written down, but, I did obviously read it before I uh, agreed to read it on the air um, and vet it myself. And if, if I wasn't comfortable with saying any of the words that I said in that previous bit, I, I definitely wouldn't have said it because uh, it just means a lot to me to be able to, you know, just the, the idea of, of um, having this platform just means so much to me that that I, I don't think it's ever right to, like, um, I don't know, it's, hard, it's sometimes difficult to express myself in, in words, I find, but, but, um, in, uh, you know, what, what's that word? Um, I don't know. Okay. Don't, don't worry about the way I was phrasing that. So it's just a, it's, it's a responsibility that I take really seriously. I guess, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like it's, it's not, um, it's not just something that I would, I would not take seriously, like the opposite of taking it seriously, not taking it seriously. It's not that, it's not that at all. It's, it's something that I, I, I care deeply about. Um, so as I was saying, uh, the, the words I said about the, the Casper Masters written down. Yep. We covered that with written down, but, um, I read them first, agreed with what they said. Um, it actually matched my experience of, of the mattress, which, which was really good. Um, I know they've got a lot of deals and specials, um, and stuff like that, that, that can be a benefit to, to the listeners and if you use the the offer code horse i think um no 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 what's the, uh unmarked i think unmarked unmarked or unmarked box try unmarked and if that doesn't work on its own try unmarked box um i guess there's one word and if that doesn't work maybe put a hyphen in between it um or an, or an underscore maybe um, so one of those three or four options um, should work. Like it, 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 there's no issue. Like just try it, and it'll tell you if it's like a valid code or not. Um, but yeah, unmarked, unmarked box. 
in, in a certain configuration. Um, and you'll get 10% off your first purchase. Um, and the, the really good thing about Casper is, is, is they, uh, I mean, like me with my listeners, they respect their customers. So, um, there's like a, if you, if you, uh, I think that, um, sorry, this is not in the copy in front of me, but I think if you, um, uh, I think there's like a trial period, like you can, you can lie on the mattresses for, you can like use the mattress for like a hundred days or something. And then if you don't, if it's, if you don't like it or uh, it's either if you don't like it or if it's not the best mattress you've ever slept on, which is a big claim. But, you know, from my experience, I think Casper backs that up. I've only slept on like a couple of mattresses and, and they weren't like that great. So I'm not sure if the bar was like, but you know, you know what I mean? So like um, basically, uh, yeah, if you don't, if you're not satisfied, I guess, I guess that's one way of putting it. Um, I'm not exactly sure of the phrasing again, because I don't have the particular details in front of me, but if you're not satisfied with the mattress um, by a particular period of time, maybe it's a hundred days, but don't quote me on that. Like um, check their website and stuff. Like when you sign up, obviously you'll, you'll get the details um, from, from Casper themselves, from the horse's mouth as, as it were. Um, but anyway, the, 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 um, the, what was I saying? The mattress, mattress. Yeah. So, um, and I think that just shows that they have, uh, the fact that they have that offer, that they have so much confidence in their, um, uh, customers. Um, you know, like that's, if they were like a shitty company and they made shitty mattresses and they were ripping people off, then obviously everyone's going to be returning the, the mattresses after the trial period. Um, and getting their money back and they're going to be running at a loss all the time and stuff because, you know, then they, they can't just on sell, um, used mattresses, you know what I mean? Like they, they, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what they do when people return the mattresses. I'm guessing they don't just throw them in the garbage because that would be like wasteful. I, I mean, that just sounds, that just made me, that just amused me the idea that they just throw out the, the things in the garbage. Like I'm, I'm sure that that's not the case. Um, uh, so maybe they have, uh, maybe they, they donate the mattresses or um, maybe they like have, have a cleaning services and it makes them like as new and then they sell them again. But that doesn't seem ethical, I guess. So not sure what they do. But anyway, like, I mean, if what I'm talking about is like, it's probably not a problem for Casper because probably no one ever returns a, a Casper mattress because they're so good. But like, if it, what I'm saying is, if if it's a shitty company, they wouldn't have that policy. Like that policy is like evidence that they're a good company and, and worth going for. Um, and you know, yeah, you could use another mattress brand, um, like Lisa mattress or or. Um, uh, that's the only other mattress brand I can think of right now, but, um, you could use another brand. Like that's, that's fine. Like that's up to you. I certainly don't want to be like, um, dictating what my listeners, uh, financial, uh, uh, financial, financial. I don't want to dictate what my listeners, um, consumer affairs, consumer affairs. No, 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 no. I don't want to dictate, you know, what my listeners do with their, their lives uh, in terms of 
purchasing things and not not purchasing anything, which, which brand to you it's not about that um, all i'm saying is i'm sort of giving you a recommendation based on my experience with the mattress and also um something to take into account maybe it's a bit of the elephant in the room kind of thing but but i think it's worth stating outright like um when you support or when you you know if you buy a, a casper mattress and use um, the offer code, which again was uh, uh, either unmarked, unmarked box, all one word, unmarked hyphen box, or unmarked underscore box, um, one of those options. Uh, if, you, if you use that offer code, um, that notifies Casper that um, listeners from my podcast um, are going to, to their service, um, so it alerts them to that. And it informs them that it's viable for them to continue supporting the podcast, and to, to because they can see that the link at works, they can see that that when they pay for airtime on on my podcast, um, they get numbers back telling them that X number of uh, unmarked box fans went on to to purchase a, a Casper mattress. Um, and if, I guess if that what I'm saying is if that doesn't happen, like for example. If they've paid um, to have this um, airtime on my podcast, and they've like made allowances by using the offer code unmarked or unmarked box or unmarked hyphen box or unmarked underscore box, um, and and then like no listeners use that offer code, and and, and they don't really see the connection between um, the amount of money they put in to um, this particular investment because like advertising is an investment because they, they expect a return or is they're not just supporting podcasts like um just because they're nice or like as a charity or anything like that they're obviously expecting some sort of return so what i'm saying is if they put the money into my podcast and none of my listeners um, proceed to use that offer code i guess that's why it's really important to use the offer code not just um buy caps for mattresses because they have to know that there's been some sort of return on their investment you know you know what i'm trying to say um, and, and ultimately in the long run, that, that means that will give them the confidence to, um, continue supporting the show. Um, like I said, if they don't get any of that, like if no one uses the offer code, they might start to question why they're, um, investing money in my podcast, um, without getting a return. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't really know what their internal process is around this sort of stuff, or if there's a certain number. Um, but like in, all I'm saying is like, in addition to it being like a really good mattress that you should support, um, and that I can vouch for personally from, from my experience, um, I'm actually looking at my Casper mattress now I'm recording this bit in, in my bedroom. Um, and, and the Casper mattress is right there. Looks great. Um, but obviously it's not just all about looks. It feels great when I sleep on it. I haven't had any problems. I would objectively, I mean, subjectively, subjectively, I guess, because it's me, subjectively say it's the best mattress I've slept on in my lifetime. Um, uh, and again, I'd qualify that statement like I did before with the fact that having slept on like a huge number of mattresses in my life, like, uh, again, um, ballpark figure, maybe like, maybe like five, I guess I'm not really including like short stays and like other people's houses and um, hotels and Airbnbs and all that sort of stuff. Um, I mean, not, 
nothing what i'm saying is like when i slept on the mattress and like considered the question of like is, is this the best mattress i've ever slept on um there was no like competition in my head that i that i could think of there was no like other mattress that i remember like that was a great mattress when i was a you know this airbnb or, or when i was a kid or anything like that like none of that like none of that occurred to me like like um so so yeah like i would be confident saying it's the best mattress i've ever slept on uh, i wouldn't say something like it's the best mattress that's ever been made in the world or that will ever be made because that's like a, a ridiculous claim that I, I wouldn't be able to quantify or, or or back that up with like data or anything like that but but certainly from my personal experience absolutely the best mattress um, i've ever had the price was reasonable um I mean, I've looked into the price, like it was different for me because we kind of had a sponsorship deal. So I obviously didn't have to pay the, the full price for the mattress, but but like um, I did uh, look into that as well because I didn't want to lose sight of, uh, you know, the power imbalance that I have between me and my listeners who obviously uh, don't have sponsorship deals with big companies and, and don't get these kind of fringe benefits of, of, of cheaper mattresses or free mattresses or anything like that. So um, I did you know, I want to make sure that that didn't crap my vision. So I did look at the, the, the um, Casper website, check out the, the prices um, that a normal consumer or the average consumer would, would be required to pay. Um, obviously, in, in, in my case of unmarked box listeners, they pay even less because of that uh, great 10% discount offer code. Um, once again, either unmarked box, uh, uh, unmarked on its own unmarked hyphen box, unmarked underscore box. One of those uh, offer codes um, will, will get my listeners a discount. So it's even cheaper than that. But like what I'm saying is like, if even if that discount wasn't um, there, like say it was t- obviously 10% higher and it was the, the full um, what regular retail, retail rec- recommended retail price, um, it's still a good price. I think I've like looked at other services, other mattresses. It's competitive with things like Lisa. Again, uh, I can't think of, um, any other mattress companies aside from Lisa and, and Casper, but um, uh, I did look at like I did I did look at some other ones. Like they definitely looked at some other ones that the names just escaped me at the moment. But um, uh, Casper's definitely competitive on the price. Um, so look, the, the, you're not paying like more for the mattress. Like you're paying the standard amount that people pay for mattresses. It's just like a really good mattress and again the flow on effects is it helps um uh give confidence to casper that they should continue to support my podcast um which i guess if that's important to you i'm not putting anything on you um but if if that is something that that, like i mean if you've enjoyed the podcast and you want it to continue um and you want it to be uh solvent in in some respects uh, and have like um, attract good advertisers and stuff like that so that it can it can keep going because honestly if I didn't have I'm just being honest with you if I didn't have um, the sponsorship deals with with certain companies um, obviously Casper the main one at the moment but uh, if I didn't have those deals uh, I I wouldn't be in a position to continue to put out this podcast Uh, it's obviously a huge investment in terms of um, having to pay for the service space, um, you, I mean, you can't just put it online and and uh, have unlimited storage like that. That's that sort of stuff comes at a cost, so you need some sort of hosting provider. Um, there's obviously a lot of man hours. In, sorry, um, 
I guess in my case it is man hours, but I don't mean to be um, uh, um, sort of sexist when I say that. I mean like just hours, people hours, person hours, I guess. Um, there's obviously, yeah, a lot of hours that, that go into like making this book, preparing it, um, editing the, the audio down, uh, which takes a long time. Uh, the software I use to, to, to edit it. Um, I mean, there are free options. Um, uh, I know there's like free audio editing options. Um, I do use paid uh, audio editing software. I find you get a bit more, um, a bit, a bit better quality and, and there's more, a, more of a richness of, of features and, and, uh, and, and I think the, the, the final product bears that out. And, and like, whereas some of the free options, like if it's good, I'm, I'm really glad that there are free um, audio software that, that people can use, but they don't always, um, uh, I mean, nature of the beast really. Like you're getting, you're getting something for free, you can't really complain, but nor can you expect like the, 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 the extent of the features that you get with, with actual paid software, with transactional software with, you know, um, yeah, so, so like I, I have opted to use paid audio software in order to um, edit this podcast and, and give it a, a certain gleam, 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 sheen, sheen of professionalism, I think would, would be a good way of, of phrasing it, um, which I hope my listeners appreciate. Um, and uh, it's not, I guess, um, it's not something you can necessarily tell if you're just sort of playing it on your phone, but if you've got like a good good pair of headphones um uh and you, you know you, you're really like paying attention to the way the audio has been crafted uh, I've, i'm sure you'd appreciate that i guess if you just like have the podcast on in, in the background in like a room while, while you're washing up or something like that you might not notice the difference of, of what the paid software is bringing to the table but certainly um if you if you're close your eyes in the dark or, you know, turn the lights off in the dark, which which is what, I mean, I don't want to really want to dictate how, how my listeners listen to the podcast. It's up to them. But if some people, you know, um, what I would suggest, not suggest, but um, I mean, maybe it's worth trying if you haven't tried it, but again, it's entirely up to you. But I think a good way of listening to podcasts is get a really good set of headphones and turn all the lights out, turn all the lights out, like in your bedroom or something like that at, at night. Because if it's, daytime you might still get um the daylight sort of bleeding through i don't know <clears throat> excuse me i don't know what the situation is over your um, windows uh whether it's like a blind or, or curtains but uh, often i find you know, in most instances um most i mean it, it, i guess again qualifying that by saying my limited experience and my view of the world and, and what I've been exposed to but most of the blinds and, and curtains that I've ever come across do allow some bleeding in of daylight like they don't uh, it's not like a wall like it's it's I mean if there's a wall in front of the window you wouldn't get any any daylight coming through it would be a strange strange sort of uh, architectural feature if you had a wall in front of the window but but like that, you know, that doesn't allow any any daylight through. Like it, it stops it dead in the, in in the tracks. But like certain, most mostly like the fabric that the the blind uh, or curtain is is comprised of, um, it's usually like a a, a sort of a, a small level. It's like it's like a knit sort of thing. It's like thin and and it has um, it allow. I'm not sure the science behind it, but it allows like light to come through. 
um, and that was I'm not sure where I was going going with that actually um, just bear with me a second something at the windows oh sorry yeah so when you're listening to the podcast um, uh, in the in the ideal way like in in darkness you probably should wait until it's like dark outside so that you get that sort of complete engulfing effect or I guess alternatively um, you could use like a blindfold um, I mean you could close your eyes but that might distract you because you'd be focusing too much on keeping your eyes closed and again you do get depending on the light levels in the room you get some bleed through through the, the skin over your eyes so um, a blindfold would be another option uh, again, again none of this is to say this is how you have to listen to the podcast but um, I mean, in, in, in that sort of environment, um, you do really hear the, the details and the richness in the audio, um, which um, might um, sway you to, to, to my side of thinking in terms of um, opting to use paid software and, and stuff like that in terms of the hosting and, and not going the completely free route. So I do have um, costs and expenses that um, do require some sort of... Um, relationship with the corporate world um do require me to, to to get involved in in in, in capitalism like i guess is one way of putting it um but i mean that's that, i guess that's the nature of of, of 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 the thing you know that's that's what we have to do that's that's part of part of what um being a podcaster is nowadays um and and certainly certainly like my hope my hope my hope with this podcast um, and I'm not I don't want to jinx it by by saying I think it's a likelihood but my hope is that I won't have to um, have a, a, another form of employment to, to, to keep me going like my hope is that the the podcast itself will will sustain my my lifestyle like that sounds that sounds garish like I don't mean my lifestyle in terms of like my high-flying lifestyle I just mean like actual life style like the style of life where you can live and buy food and, and pay rent and stuff like that. Like that, that I just mean that in like the simplest level. It's probably a silly expression to use, um, but again, I mean, some sometimes um, when I don't have like the words in front of me, it's difficult for me to express myself um, in the manner that I want to. Like sometimes, like you hear it in in your mind. I mean, not you don't really hear your thoughts, but in your mind um you've got the idea of what this the type of thing you want to say and you start the sentence and then you realize that you've you know you've set a trap for yourself or, or you it's like a dead end so i mean as you may have having difficulty explaining in words how that i i'm not very good at explaining things in words um but yeah i guess that's ironic um um but yeah so so like um oh, lost myself again so yeah the mattress um, as I said, uh, if, if you're interested, if you, if you, if you need a mattress, I guess, I, I guess we, I should have covered that off much earlier, but like if you're in the market for a mattress, like if, if your mattress that you've got, if you're happy with the mattress, you guys, what I'm saying, if you're happy with the mattress that you've got, um, certainly don't, you know, throw that in the garbage and buy a Casper mattress just because I said so on a, on a podcast or anything like that. I would not want that. That's kind of a ruinous uh that's ruinous advice 
um, and again, wasteful. Like if, if your mattress right at the moment, like if you look over it, if you happen to be in your bedroom like me and, and you're near your mattress and you can gauge its, its current state um, and it's fine, then stick with it. Like certainly do not go to Casper. But if you have any problems with your mattress or it's getting to that time when maybe you should replace your mattress anyway, regardless of what you listen to on, on podcasts, uh, certainly I, I would encourage you to at least look into Casper. Don't necessarily go with them on my say so, but certainly look into them. I can I can vouch for them personally if what I say is any is any has any merit to you. I guess um, then yeah, look into that. But uh, do what you want. You know, it's up to you. It's at the end of the day, it's not it's not um, not for me to 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 say really. Welcome back to Unmarked Box. We have reached the point in the show in which we open the unmarked box of which you've heard so much and explore its contents. So here we go, right in front of me. Um, just for your benefit, I'll, I'll describe what I'm looking at. Um, it's a large-ish cardboard box. Um, it is affixed with masking tape. And that's about all I can tell you at this particular point because it's just a box. So. Let's get into it. Okay. Now I'm going to go in through the top. Um, I'm just going to take the tape, the flaps, open it that way. Okay. Okay, well, I've opened the box. Let's see what's inside. Looks like there's a lot of packing paper. Okay, get rid of that. A lot of packing paper. Hmm, looks like there's just a note in here. Oh, it's on post office letterhead. Let's see what it says. Test box for internal use only. Do not open. Oh well, they can't all be winners. See you next time.
Friends. Oh.